This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Making the world healthier, safer, and more efficient. That's the mission for IT professionals at Lidos. And right now, they're looking for the next generation of innovators to help transform the business and change the future of work. Excellent pay and sign-on bonuses available. Security clearance required. Put your software skills to work with Lidos. Learn more at Lidos.com slash PHX2. That's L-E-I-D-O-S dot com slash PHX2. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Dr. Squatch. Go to drsquatch.com and use promo code I'mFat20 and by our friends at Team Hochberg for all your mortgage and refinancing needs. Check them out, 56david.com, or call them at 855-56-DAVID. I am Recamp, alongside the birthday boy and fellow fat, mm-hmm. Jay Zawoski. Jay, happy 50th birthday. <laughs> you know what? It's closer than, I'm closer to 50 than I am to 20, or to 30, which is off-putting. <laughs> in a lot of ways it's not great but hey a guy in my health is not going to make it to 50 anyway so ha huh, jokes on you go bears <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for the birthday wishes thanks everybody for tuning in to the i'm fat podcast we always appreciate it you can follow us everywhere on social media at i'm fat pod send us an email i'm fat pod at gmail.com make sure to send those this or that questions too because we like those we like to stockpile those so we can go to the uh Go to the book and pull them out when we need them in time. And what else? We got a Patreon page, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. T Public. And T Public, of course. There's still a big sale going on on our T Public shop. Check our Twitter accounts. Check those links in our bio for the direct link to our T Public page because if you buy our stuff and you don't use our link, it doesn't help us. So make sure you use our link specifically. And uh, I think Rick mentioned Dr. Squatch. Make sure when you go there, use promo code IMFAT20 at checkout to help us out as well. So do you have any grand birthday plans in the food realm? There, are, Well, I'm already too deep. Uh, it's Everything started yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I had Los Angeles for dinner, of Shocking. course. I got home uh, from my parents' house. So I had to help my dad move some stuff in the basement. And Hope's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, you know, I don't really know what I want to do. And I know this our only night where we're going to be available for dinner is was yesterday. So I'm like, screw it. Let's just have it tonight. Went there. uh, And then she ordered and she put under hope. So when I walked in, they're like, we didn't see we don't have an order here for you. I'm like, it's okay. It's hope. It's under my wife's name. So uh, but Los Angeles as well. I'm sure you saw Rick. Uh, last week they're well into the renovation it looks awesome Mm -hmm. i remember when los angeles was literally about as wide as three people with some dirty tables a dirty bar and then they had their first expansion which is what it was up until what a couple months ago and now they're taking the building to their right and by doing that they acquire that parking lot which is huge for them because usually oh, what, what happens yeah, is... yeah, that is Rick, big. Rick, I don't know. Did you? So I'm assuming when you went, you parked on 95th Street, like right in front? Yes. Almost okay. got hit like twice. <laughs> yeah, you will die if you park on 95th Street. There's no doubt. But if you... So when we used to go back in the day, 
there's a parking lot behind it. And you'd be able to park and if you'd be able to find a spot and go eat in a restaurant there. But as Los Angeles got more popular, cars park three deep in that back parking lot. So it's like, who's got the, you know, who's got the Chevy Cavalier? Oh, that's me. All right. I got to back out. All right. You got to leave. Uh, so now they're going to get this big parking lot next to them. It's big things for them. I was talking to Leah, who's uh, one of the family members that runs it yesterday. And she's like, I'm really worried about post post COVID restaurants. I go, look. You guys have nothing to worry about, first right. of all. Second of all, I think the first thing people are going to do when they all clear is given is go to all the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that like that in a concert are going to yes. be the first things I do. So, Los Angeles last night, I had the McDonald's big breakfast today. And, Rick, let me tell you, it is a fat hack in itself. Have you ever had the big breakfast? I have not. Okay. You get three hotcakes. Okay. Which are delicious. Mm-hmm. A sausage patty. Okay. A biscuit. Good. Scrambled eggs. Okay. And a hash brown. I'm in. $5.38. Hmm. Yeah. So what I do is I I take the egg. I take the sausage. I put that on the biscuit. I've got a sausage. I've got a sausage and egg biscuit. Then I eat the hotcakes and the hash brown. Buddy, that is living. That is a great meal. One of my favorite stories <laughs> about the big breakfast was there. This is years ago. Back when we were working at NBC Tower, mm-hmm. I saw a homeless guy outside McDonald's. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to buy this guy a sandwich. So, all right, whatever. Give him an egg McMuffin. He's like, man, I wanted the big breakfast. I'm like, yeah, I should have gotten you the big breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best part of that is, you know, a lot of people would just be like, oh, I gave you something. Can't you just be grateful for it? And then, no. But you're immediately like, oh, no, you're right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh, the, the, the value would have been so much better with yeah. the big breakfast and you get more food. Yeah, it was funny. I was I was like, what? I'm not the I'm not the man of the year for for this two dollar gesture I gave you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, damn it. I should have given you a big breakfast. All right. Next time. So anyway, yeah, that's the uh, that is the best breakfast value. I just don't do it all like much like my fried chicken uh, line. Mm-hmm. The big breakfast is not something I do aside from like on or near my birthday because it's got to be probably a day's worth of calories in one meal. You act like you care about that. No, I don't. But I just, you know, I know that today is also going to be full of other frivolities and food and stuff like that. So I'm trying to pace myself a little bit. Because we were going to go to Highway Donuts in Chicago Heights. And I'm like, eh, I should have something with like a protein and maybe some nutritional value for breakfast. Because Hope and Addie are up there right now making Oreo balls. So I'll have 70 of those. And who knows what else is coming today. So ugh, we'll see. It's going to be fun. But I'm, awesome. I'm well, culinary wise, I am well into my birthday celebration. Now I'm imagining your uh, your Motown group would be Jay and the Frivolities. <laughs> They'd be terrible. (laughs) Why are they all fat and sweaty? Well, right. They don't dance. They all just like sit in a chair. Why are they all sitting on a couch, (laughs) belly belly out from under the shirt? It's our thing. (laughs) Instead of dancing, it's like different hand movements on an open stomach. (laughs) That's my favorite Christmas song, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) The other day I was sitting in the couch. We're hoping I were watching TV. You're in the couch on the couch. Did I say in the couch? I think I was, so. Right, I don't I was, know, sitting, I was laughing. I was sitting on the couch and we're watching The Crown, which I'm very much enjoying. But I was just in the slump position. I could feel my belly like coming out from under my shirt. Mm-hmm. And I like looked at Hope and looked down at myself and I said, she's got to be just disgusted right now. Like looking over at me and seeing. So I, unco- like, I sort of self-consciously like, pulled my shirt down like, yeah, Good. I would like my wife to be attracted to me for at least a few more years. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and put this away. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, oh, it's a it's a bad position for me. No, I get it though. Yeah, like there are times where I'll be sitting around and then I'll realize like maybe there's a little bit of the uh there's a little bit of the canopy happening. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, uh okay. Then like when I realize it, I feel ashamed. Yeah. So no, you should. Yeah. You should feel ashamed. Of of course, because that's really what it's about. Oh, uh, so I don't know how I sound exactly, but for, for those keeping score at home, if I sound a little off today, it's because I broke routine this morning. Like, I don't exactly know what I did different, but I didn't take my allergy pill. So this is a problem because I never, so I never had allergies until I went to 
uh, college and lived in the <laughs> lived in the uh, off campus place that I lived for two years. I love this story <laughs> because so this place was an eight bedroom house, mind you. One of the bedrooms was just kind of the closed off porch, uh, so he paid the least amount of rent. But yeah, this place was really really dirty. We're pretty sure there was asbestos there. Uh, let's put it this way: the landlord painted the wood floors always a good sign painted so everything stuck to them like there was a point where after a party one day i asked someone had left skull vodka at our place because that's what you do with skull vodka and i accidentally spilled some of it and i wiped it up and it cleaned the floor because that's (laughs) how dirty the floor was where like after now mind you we had huge parties there but like between that and at the time, we were playing beer pong, and we had, like, an old-ass radiator that hadn't had the area around it cleaned in probably years. Ugh. So, you know, at least we were at least we were dunking the, dunking the ball into uh, into a thing of water first before throwing it. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was this was pe- <laughs> This was before we, everybody was smart enough to drink the beer on the side and have water in the cups. No, this was still in the beer in the cups era. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Especially in 2020, thinking about this. Yes. We all did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt that that we all did it. And then just like the fact one of the stairs was kind of cracked going up to the second floor. So so it was always like, don't step on this part of this step. I love that a building gave you allergies. That is the greatest thing ever. Dude, I, I, it has to have been that place. Like, I can't think of anything else because I never had allergies at all until I lived in this place. And then the other thing, now this was on us. Um, there was like a birthday cake that nobody wanted to clean up because we were all stubborn and mad at each other because only a couple of people would clean. Been there. So yep. the cake stayed there. And when someone finally decided to clean it to you know clean it up, they got scabies. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I want to say the cake stayed there for a couple months. Oh, my God. That's so gross. It, it was like rock solid by the oh. time it got thrown out. I so, how, how many pieces did you have, though, Rick, just walking by? <laughs> oh, no, no. Once I mean, one, once I actually had to put some force into the knife to get it through, I'm like, I'm good. Oh, that, that was your that was it. Huh? That was your stopping point. <laughs> like, well, it's green and hairy, but I can cut it. It's fine. Oh, my God. This brings back so many memories. So the, the non cleaning thing, we had a roommate who was a neat freak mm-hmm. and we were We were your typical college people like we weren't slobs, but we weren't necessarily clean either. And we knew it was driving them crazy. So one day we just piled up all the garbage uh, really, really high against the wall (laughs) just to piss him off because he was kind of annoying us with his dramatics. Okay. Um, And we put a birthday candle at the top of it. So when he walked in the door, we lived in a section. So it was a section of six people. So there's a common area and then there's two doubles and two singles. So we all lived together and then there were two showers and uh a stall and okay. a urinal so we all lived in this unit and so everyone in the section just waited for this guy to come home and of course he's like you guys and like stormed into his room like okay fine mission accomplished yep and then this reminds me of the herpes football at the <laughs> nbc tower at the score do you know this story <laughs> i don't know the story okay there was a nerf ball that just made it so like it you know things worked their way into your workplace somebody brings a nerf ball into work just to toss it around whatever we had way bigger space to mess with at the NBC tower and you know me and Andy Garcia would play catch Brendan whoever was around we would just toss the ball around and after a couple of weeks of like you know it would hit the ceiling it would like go on the floor under a table and we'd pick it up keep playing catch whatever and all of a sudden everyone's like I have got like pimples around my face. Oh no. I'm like, yeah, I've I've noticed that too lately. And like <laughs> everybody at the station had like, you know, like cold sores and stuff on her face. And we realized the common denominator here is we're all playing catch with this football. <laughs> that's like, that's like going under the table. We're picking it up and like, hey, you know, throw it and then we'll like eat a French fry or whatever, like wipe, you know, we got an itch on her face, we'll itch our face. Everybody had cold sores all over their face from yeah. this nasty ass football so when i don't remember who made the discovery but whoever discovered it was like we're throwing this out we're not doing this again we'll never speak of this again thank you and of course as soon as we stopped that all cleared up 
Just that's amazing. So gross. So um, <laughs> this happened my freshman year at Northern. Uh, the place that had parties then. Uh, one of the things they would do is there were your traditional beer bongs, but because a lot of these people were either music majors or uh, marching band people, we uh, someone had like their their first trombone that they had because it's like you know once you either get to high school or you think you might do something in college, you kind of get a better model, so your old one kind of becomes obsolete. Mm-hmm. Well, this person uh, decided, and f- I don't know how he found this out initially. If you take off the slide of the trombone. And you pour a beer into the bell of said trombone, <laughs> it fits about 12 ounces perfectly. So we called it the trombong. Nice. And Naturally. at one point, I want to say there were like 20 to 25 people in the band that had strep throat at the same time. Oh, ugh, that's so gross. Yes. I, that was think, gross oh. enough where I didn't even do that. Oh, my God. When you think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, just a. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I mean, and I'm not—I'm not a germ, like you know me. I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah, I'm not at all. And I don't know if COVID has just changed me or what, but that is so gross. And, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm, I, I, as a kid, I got strep all the time. Okay, I'm what they call a carrier, where I don't get it anymore, but I just transmit it to everybody. So you're a <laughs> but, jerk. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I can't like even if I have the. So you don't even have to try to be a jerk. Yeah, right. And I I like to try, but it, I I don't even know if I if I'm carrying the virus, I don't even know cuz my body is like, "No, nope, I know this thing. I'm going to kill it real quick." Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I probably I've had it probably 30 times from God. like as a kid till high school. I got it all the time. So I have done my work. I've earned my way out of it. Wow. Yeah. It's That's gross. impressive. I know. It's awful. Strep throat is terrible. Yes, it is. Oh, man. All right. Here's what's not terrible. Got an email from Tim who sent us this article uh, from The Takeout. The author is Amy Levitt. Uh, I'm going to read it just here. I I edited it a little bit, but just so you get the gist of it. This has been a year of losses for most of us. It's been hard. And in the middle of all of that, Taco Bell had the absolute unmitigated gall to cut from its menu quesaritos, loaded grillers, triple layer nachos, beefy Frito burritos, Spicy tostadas, nacho supreme, everything with potatoes, and most tragically, the seven-layer burrito and Mexican pizza. Not even a petition signed by more than 150,000 Mexican pizza lovers could sway Taco Bell's cold, cold corporate heart. And why should it? Taco Bell is raking in the dough. Sales were up 5% after all the cuts. Well, Taco Fuego, a Taco Bell-inspired pop-up debuting at the Cavalier in East Austin, Texas, will feature double-layer tacos, multi-layer burritos, cheesy fuego, read fiesta potatoes, and an item called Latin pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So Taco Fuego is resurrecting these lost Taco Bell menu items. They are truly heroes. Uh, I've been wanting to go to Austin for years. I'm going to hold off as there is that whole pandemic thing happening. Um, But hopefully this inspires places around the country to pop up and recreate these items because guess what they're not hard to recreate it can't be expensive it's taco bell that's the outrage here. i get why like and we've talked about this a lot but i get why places need to cut their menu a little bit sure but all these things that taco bell have cut they're already in the restaurant you're what you're cutting is the process not the food and our hearts yes ridiculous well i'm glad taco fuego uh, and the cavalier in east austin are are helping out at least that part of the country because this is ridiculous i'm still i haven't i i don't think rick i've been to taco bell in probably four or five months because even yeah, when it's been a I was long getting, time for me too. yeah even when i was getting the mexican pizza which was one of my favorites that was still a consolation for the double deckers which were always my favorite now now mexican pizzas are gone so and the beefy natural loaded griller was my other thing when you take away the things i like i'm not motivated to go there anymore like i like mcdonald's but i might go to is mcnuggets if they took away mcnuggets i would go there probably 30 percent of what i did before are Which, you telling me Taco Bell doesn't have enough ambiance to get you to go there regardless? No, it's just, I, you know, the things that remain on the menu don't excite me that much. Right. You oh, know, and, and, you know, I think 
I don't know. It's frustrating. But I'm glad uh, Taco Fuego and, and Austin is helping us out. By the way, we're really did. hitting I'm Fat Podcast bingo here. You brought up Rosangela's already. We're bitching about Taco Bell getting rid of stuff. I know. <laughs> and and our herpes football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like things from college that now are cringeworthy. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I got one follow-up from something from last week. Our controversial this or that of fried food or pizza. This is from Dave Blow. Dave Blow. <laughs> Dave Blow. Uh, he said, you can marry your fried food and your pizza with a panzerati. There, that way, you go fried food, you still get something extremely close to a pizza. That's true. And is a uh, pizza pu- a pizza puff is also fried. Yes. Barry yeah. Rosner approved. Yeah. Huge proponent of the pizza puff. I need to find a place by me that has a pizza puff. And I'm thinking that place I tried a couple weeks ago, Ariston, mm-hmm. probably has one. It seems like the kind of place that would. That was never a go-to for me because most of the places I went to, you know, all the places that have exploded, um, <laughs> they they never carried pizza puffs. <laughs> it just wasn't on the menu. Or I didn't even bother because I w- the other stuff that I loved was already there. Sure. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I have to seek out a nice junk food pizza puff. That sound, that'll hit the spot. That'll be a nice birthday brunch. You know, speaking of seeking out the proper food, someone that I give a lot of crap because I think he can be really fo- he can be really phony yeah. is J.J. Watt. Yes. Now, the Texans are coming to Chicago this weekend, which is not great for the Bears. It's perfectly fine for me because I won't be able to watch the game. Mm. Uh, but J.J. Watt put out there, that he's been scouting the food near the hotel where the Texans are staying at. And he's excited that there's a Portillo's within a block. And I guess within a block, the other direction, there's a Lou Malnati's. And he so is we, extremely exci- excited about both of these. We need to find now what hotel they're at. And, oh, just call, and just call his hotel room all night long. Just keep him awake. Him and Deshaun Watson. So the Bears have a chance. Sure. Um this to me, and I've I've changed my tune on J.J. Watt um, because I've had the same vibe from him as you do, sort of a phony, does a lot of stuff for the cameras, and I still believe Man, that. Man, you corny! He is corny. He is corny. And this very much strikes me as, a, you know, you're at a concert like, hello, Chicago, we yeah. just finished our deep dish pizza, Woo! you know, it, it very much feels like that, but... I sort of changed on him because even though he is corny and even though he is doing it for, I don't know, attention or he's trying to create a brand, at least he's doing good things for people. That's true. So I've gone softer on J.J. Watt over the years, so I will I will not be as harsh as I would have maybe two years ago. You won't be as harsh as the, as the uh, effects of the steroid use will be later? Oh, boy. That, that was, was too hard. Camp? <laughs> Can you know him at rick.camp at entercom.com. Rick.camp. At entercom.com. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, hey, a guy went from a, a walk-on tight end at a Mac school to looking like a monster at uh, Wisconsin. I'm, I guess I can't say I'm not just saying. I'm just saying because I literally just said it. But Rick, whatever. He, 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 there's no way he he took steroids because the camera's on him 24 <laughs> seven. He may <laughs> he makes sure of it. Can he someone sure. can someone Photoshop like the video of him standing right in front of the jugs machine? And instead of him catching footballs, can we alternate with Italian beefs and slices <laughs> of deep dish pizza? <laughs> that, that could be me and you. That could be a promo. That could be a hype video you and I make. People Ooh, shooting good. shooting food items out of a jugs machine. Uh, was that machine. so? That's where he lost me. Was on hard knocks. Yeah. We're like, everyone goes to bed, you know, and, he, and I'm going to go out there and work even harder than everybody. And of course, there had to be a camera crew out there yep. showing how hard J.J. Watt works. Like, look, all your teammates are working hard, man. They're all professionals. You don't need to show them up. And that's what that does. Anyway, I'm starting to rip J.J. Watt again. Ugh, I'm a great influence on people. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, speaking of penises, um, there's a new video game out called Cyberpunk 2077. It's a big one. It's a very, uh, it's one of the bigger releases of the year. It's been delayed a lot. It's very ambitious. It's like a first person role playing game. And it's really involved. It's for adults only. Like, it's not like porn, but like, there are very deep adult themes to this game. And I knew that going in. So, boot the game up and start playing. So, the first thing you have to do is you customize your character. And you've done this before, Rick, where you're, Going through like, okay, are you male? Are you female? Or I guess you could pick like a cyborg option in this game. What kind of hair? What color eyes? All these things. 
I'm scrolling down. I get to genitals on or off. Yes. So I go, well, I'm curious. (laughs) So I'm going to click on and there unfurls (laughs) an animated, very buoyant uh, pixelated penis. On my created character. Wait, there. so does it actually like roll out or is it just it like appear? It appears, but it, I it, would appreciate the hell out of it if it just like rolled out like a garden hose. No, it flops around though. It like definitely, like, you know, in 2K, how the jerseys move? Yes. It's a lot like that. And you could change the size uh, and you can the, change the design of, you know, if you want to manscape or not. If you want to manscape a nice design in there, you can. That option's there as well. Interesting. And. If you're a woman, the same options exist. How long? How large would you like your breasts to be? Uh, what would you like your womanscaped situation to look like? It's all right there, and apparently, it plays into the story at some point. Oh, have you gotten to that point of the story yet? <laughs> I have not yet. I have not gotten that far yet. Interesting, uh, because it's a game I cannot play while my daughter's awake. Well, um, yeah. so my time is limited with it. So I'll get there in time, but. This was something I was not ready for, and I think this is the first time I've seen this in a video game where I can customize the junk. So this is a question that, pending on the game, makes how you handle this more feasible or not. When you're in games and you do create create a character, how realistic do you make the uh, the overweightness? Well, now some some of the games don't really allow for you to right. be like too overweight it's like when everybody created remember when everybody cared about their bitmoji yes now i still use my bitmoji (laughs) almost as a bit now i love your bitmoji (laughs) because i made mine pretty realistic yeah yours is good yeah like i in terms of size like i got the gut and everything and i'm just wearing a generic ass t-shirt which is really on brand for me so how realistic do you go with that kind of thing? Because like if it's a 2K create a player or like Madden, unless you're a lineman, you can only make yourself realistic to a point. Yeah. So what I've been doing is I subtract 40 pounds from myself. Like when I'm able to enter the weight, because you're right, they're not going to have a 255 pound, I'm actually 245 now, but you're not going to have a 245 pound right winger playing hockey. That's not a thing that exists. So I usually go 215. Or, you know, that's usually what I'll do. So I'm yeah. still kind of big. I make my height correct. I try to make the person look like me. Not a, in cyberpunk. I'm not doing that. My character is female in cyberpunk. Um, you know, she's cool. She's got like funky multicolored hair. And I don't know. I, I've, I've been a man in 700,000 video games. I thought I would mix it up for once. Um, so I made this character a female. But um, had I gone with a male character in there, I would have tried to make it somewhat like me. And I saw a meme surfacing where someone made like a, a peter griffin for the game but i don't know if it was just a photoshop or if so if you can actually make yourself that fat i didn't even try um but this game seems if you can look if you can do it <laughs> if you can customize your junk i'm sure you can make yourself fat too that that would be an odd choice to have like you know what we only have enough like bandwidth here to be able to <laughs> make you the proper amount of size or you can customize your junk all right yeah. who who wants to be able to, to customize your junk okay one two three four. all right customize your junk it is <laughs> we had to leave off the peter griffin effect yeah. to uh yeah for the wang effect yeah it was uh it was something i was not expecting and i and hope was you know she was working on her laptop on the couch as i was making my character i said uh hope She's like, yeah. I'm like, look at uh, the uh, look what's on the screen. Yeah. And she, I she did like the laugh where you're not laughing anymore. Yes. Like where you're laughing so hard you're not making sounds. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. It was it was pretty amazing. That's so awesome. It was it was very fun, very unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> By the way, the first concert I want to go to when uh, we're allowed to go again is uh, a Wang Effect concert. Wang Chung, go see Wang Chung. I'm trying to find the picture of the game here, Rick, so I can text it to you in real time. Okay. So you can actually react to it, but I can't find it. Okay, well, I'll do I'll do something real quick then while uh while, do you're, it. Do, while you're doing that. Uh actually I'm gonna change course because you know what we haven't done yet? We haven't talked about our friends over at Team Hockberg, which if you're looking to buy or sell a home or refinance your mortgage, I'm telling you, talk to the people at Team Hockberg, David Hockberg, everybody who listens to the score, who knows us through there, has heard David's name. The reason you hear him a lot is because people trust 
David, to do right by them and get them the best deal, whether it's in terms of interest rate, whether it's in terms of improving your credit to be able to be in a better spot to be able to buy or sell your house or refinance, any of that, 56david.com or call 855-56-DAVID to talk to someone from Team Hockberg. Also, on Saturdays, which actually we're recording for those keeping score at home, uh, it's 11.15 on Saturday morning. So right now, you could be on WGM, WGN, AM, 7.20, listening to David on Home Sweet Home Chicago. It runs from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Great guests, a lot of great, uh, just a lot of great info for you to be able to, you know, get yourself in a better position to get the house that you want or be able to open up some financial flexibility via your house. So, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com, and make sure when you talk to them, tell tell David, tell the people at Team Hochberg that you heard about them from us, because that helps us out. Also, Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. Tell them your name sent you. Rick, check your, <laughs> check your text. What? The, okay, hold on. This is opening up now. What? Wow, that is okay. So... That's just kind of a thing that's there. It is there. Okay, it's very so, much there. so your your categories under this are nipples, body tattoos, <laughs> body scars, genitals, penis size, and pubic hairstyle. Yeah, there is a heart. There's a lightning bolt. Uh, there's a big old boosh, and there's a landing strip. <laughs> whatever your uh, whatever your whatever your taste may be. Speaking of taste, my wife just dropped off two Oreo balls. Oh I am very jealous. So you went on the air? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I hate you right now. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Well, while while you're enjoying that and while I continue to hate you, uh, I am going out of town for a few days. So if anybody has uh has been to Raleigh, shoot me food recommendations because the people I am staying with have said, hey, well, you know, if there's anything you want to try. We'll make sure we get that carry out and whatever. And for those that are worried about, you know, travel and all that stuff, I checked it out. And Raleigh, not as bad as Chicago at the moment. So I don't feel quite as bad about going there specifically. So I'm, I'm so it's, chewing. It's really a John Fox. It's all a problem at this point. However, I think we're a little bit better off. We're, you know, I, I don't feel quite as bad because I don't feel like I'm escalating everything going to a bigger hot spot i'm going to apparently a slightly lesser hot spot so go bears maybe you'll bring back some less heat i don't know is that a thing if you go to a cool I, I, spot i barbecued with less heat i think it's time for some ask a fact questions with metro by t-mobile your hard-earned money goes further this tax season there's zero fees to switch enjoy metro's lowest price just 25 bucks a line for four lines plus get four free samsung galaxy phones when you switch now that's the best deal in wireless metro by t-mobile empowering you to rule your day all lines lose promo rate if any deactivates no fees on select phones limit one per line with eligible port excludes sales tax limited time offer additional terms apply see metro by t-mobile.com what do you get when you talk to a dell technologies advisor Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. The Ask a Fat segment is brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. We've been telling you about Dr. Squatch since June. I've been using Dr. Squatch since May. I absolutely love it. Rick, this week, I got my deodorant. Me too. Yesterday, I put the Dr. Squatch deodorant to the test. I was driving around in a hot car. In a damp weather, I was very, very, you know, that 
like you're just feeling sweaty and like the cold, sweaty, gross feeling where mm-hmm. you know that your deodorant probably failed. Got home, checked it out. I smelled as fresh as I did first thing in the morning. I started using the Fresh Falls scent, which is absolutely incredible. Everybody, listen. The holidays are close. I'm telling you right now, if you've been holding off on buying holiday gifts, you need to do it today. Do not wait. The U.S. Postal Service is overwhelmed. Not only are is everyone ordering their presents online, you, you are now having the um, vaccine distributed. So that's going to shut everything down. You've got to place these orders now. Dr. Squatch is no exception. And Dr. Squatch is the perfect gift for the man in your life that's hard to buy for or the woman. If they don't, you know, there's scents that work for everybody. Go to DrSquatch.com. Check out the products they offer. We just told you about the deodorant, but what they're famous for is their hand-cut, made-in-the-USA, all-natural bar soaps. They're absolutely amazing. They literally changed my life. I was a guy who had terrible skin, cracked, bleeding all the time, always in pain. No amount of hand lotion was enough to make my hands feel good. I switched to Dr. Squatch, and I saw results in two or three days, and I've not gone back. Even this time of year where I'm sitting in a hot home with the furnace on, my hands are soft, they're, they're moistened moistened (laughs) they're good they're not dry and cracked anymore so go to drsquatch.com at the top right corner you're going to see that squatch quiz fill that out it'll tell you what's best for you you can use it to sort of um you know if you know who you're buying for say all right they might like this they might like that these are the sort of things they like that squatch quiz will take you to the right products for you when you check out this is important use that promo code i'm fat 20 you'll save 20 percent on your order while helping the podcast at the same time you guys have been amazing in your support of dr squatch and in turn in support of us we greatly greatly appreciate it um really it's been very very helpful for me and rick since we started this partnership but if you're looking for that last minute addition for dad or your uncle or your brother or whoever Dr. Squatch is the perfect answer. Go on there, order yourself a bundle, get five or six bars of soap and just distribute them to people in your life and they will be thrilled. They'll become subscribers too. And make sure when they do, you tell them about that promo code. I'm fat 20. They'll save and help us at the same time too. DrSquatch.com. Do it and do it quick. If you want your order in time for the holidays. All right. Got a question here from Tim. Tim says, Hey guys, just a quick question. Am I a bad guy? Yes. During... <laughs> okay. Asked and answered. Um, he, you know, he says, <laughs> am I a bad guy if during the winter months, I have a little Debbie box in my car just so I don't have to share it with my family? No. No. No, you're not a bad guy. You're That's allowed smart. to. This is. See, Rick. Now he's going to get me going. Damn it, Tim. It's my birthday and everything. You're going to get me going. This is my thing in my home. And I, I'm not like truly mad about it, but like. Is anything mine? Is there anything that's just mine? Like that sweatshirt that I bought that I very much like. Why is it one day old and my wife's wearing it? Mm. Why did this snack I brought home? Why is my daughter eating it? Does anything belong to me anymore? No. Tim, I think you, even though you didn't say it, Tim, I'm going to put this in your mind that you know that if you bring little Debbie's home, your family's going to eat the vast majority of them. So no, you are allowed to have your own stuff. This You're is part allowed. of this is part of the fat tax. Remember, I've brought up the fat tax before. What that your clothes fits everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, so that, everyone just borrows your like. I can't borrow my wife's clothes. No, I no the like. If I'm if you want, let's say, a box of Star Crunch because you're a smart person. Right. I am going to buy two boxes of Star Crunch so that I can have a box for me. That's the fat tax. Yeah. I've been putting our family size pack of double stuff Oreos on top of our pantry shelf so Addie can't reach them. I have to reach up and get them for her if she Smart. wants them. Because I know that if I leave them within reach, she will find them and she will eat them. So, yeah, no, you're not a bad guy, Tim. That's just smart, man. It's okay. It's okay to have your own things. And, like, I'm not really mad about it, but Hope's like, what's the big deal? I'm just wearing your hoodie. I go, I can't wear anybody else's stuff. I can't fit in anybody else's stuff. Like, I really like that sweatshirt. And, and Hope is very famous for spilling and dribbling food. Mm. And all she does it all the time. Like, Hope, you have an entire chicken wing on your face. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know if she just doesn't have nerve endings on her face or what. But like, 
<laughs> Come on, you've got you've got a wingstop wing stuck to you. Right. How do you not feel that? It's you a know? backup wing. And I just know that eventually my sweatshirt's going to have some kind of stain on it. It's like, let me have my own stuff. So with your food, Tim, go for it. Stash it. Keep one under your car seat. I did that before with, uh, I think it was oatmeal cream pies, oddly enough. I bought myself a box of those and kept them under my car seat. Because screw everybody else. That's what. <laughs> That escalated quickly. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Tim struck a nerve. I wasn't expecting to be struck. All right. This one from Sean. Have you seen the Pepperidge Farm shortage that's happening? And which Pepperidge Farm cookie are you hoarding instead of toilet Milano's. paper? Milano's. Milano's. Yeah. yeah. There's no other. And there, the Milk or dark? Uh, I prefer the... What is the default Milano? I think it's a dark... I think so, too, and I almost always go for milk over dark, but I think I like dark chocolate Milano's better. Regular or double? Oh, double. I mean, come on. What I are we talking about here? I mean, Posterity we, had to ask. Don't, don't you know me? We've been doing this this long. Yes. Um. Yeah, no, but for sure. Uh, Milano's are great. What's nice is I can ignore Pepperidge Farm for the time being because, like we talked about last, last week, the Salerno Santa's favorites and the... Uh, the archway bells and stars are out so yes. i can i can defer to christmas cookies for the time being that's that's actually a really good call so you don't necessarily have to hoard them as much as toilet paper which by the way still the hoarding of toilet paper weird i, I yes weird i understand the logistics here but still weird you're not not able to leave yes exactly <laughs> there was a, early on in the pandemic Somebody did like, okay, you know, you bought five, you know, mega packages at Costco or whatever, and someone did the math. That means you'd have to like go to the bathroom like 500 times in the course of a month or something to use all that. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's, you're never going to use all that paper. And if and you do, that good on you. Well, yeah, I, that's I, well, the other thing. <laughs> call a doctor if you need to go to the bathroom <laughs> that often. That's too much bathroom. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't, won't be doing it. All right, got one here from uh, from our guy, Lance. He says, as, heart, as I heartily enjoy this magnificent Baconator outside on a 50-plus degree day in December, I'm reminded of your collective venomous outrage at Wendy's fries. While they are certainly not on par with the gold standard, McDonald's, uh, our friends at or I, our friends at I Love Fries, they're at worst middle of the pack. We've had better. We've definitely had worse. They're serviceable as a side to the glorious burger. They have that faux fresh cut thing going too. So I'm asking you, where is the outrage coming from with Wendy's fries? That's from Lance. I have to say, Lance and Rick, that last time I had Wendy's fries, they seemed better. Hmm. I don't know if they've changed the way they... They're still the same fry as far as I can tell. Okay. But I think I just got a meal by mistake. Like They gave it to me because I usually do the... um, the bacon double stack. I just do two of those in a pop, but they, they threw in fries. Okay. And... They were, I was pleasantly surprised. They were much better than I remembered. I haven't so maybe had, they've changed something. I haven't had their fries in years. My default order, depending on how I'm feeling on the day, is two double stacks and a spicy crispy chicken or two spicy crispy chickens and one double stack along the, with a medium drink, which is gigantic. The chickens are two for five now, by the way, still. Oh, the regular spicy chickens? Yeah, yesterday I had I wanted to try the um, the new classic chicken they just announced. Yeah, so I tried that and I got a spicy with it. Uh, it's good. I it's not better than Popeyes. There's it, there's no way. But I will say yeah. it's a thicker patty. It has a cr- like a crispier breading. There's just okay. more. It's it's there's more to it than your typical fast food chicken sandwich. Um, Popeyes is still better, but this was very good. But I'm still gonna go with the spicy every time. Yeah, and also Which, for those that don't want to spend the you know quite as much, the crispy chicken which is on the value menu has a spicy variety now, and that is good. Oh, good to know. I did not know that. Yeah, it, I it's, have to say, it's like, relatively new. Their spicy though is legit spicy. I had it, it. I had the regular one first, then I had the spicy second, and I had to run into a store real quick. And well into my store visit, I was still feeling the heat. From that oh. spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, they, they do not mess around with the spice mm-hmm. at Wendy's. I appreciate that. Like, don't call it spicy and it, like sprinkle pepper on it. Like, if you're going to sell me yeah. a spicy sandwich, make it spicy. And that's my complaint with the Wendy's thing is they just put spicy mayo on it. No. You mean Popeye's? Me a, what did I say, Wendy's? Yeah. 
sorry, yeah, Popeyes. Put a spicy batter in there. Make the chicken sandwich exactly. with a spicy batter. That's what I want. That's what Wendy's has, and that's why they are the the king of spicy chicken sandwiches, no doubt. But okay. I have to say, back to Lance's point, mm-hmm. I think Wendy's fries have improved. But again, that's off one taste. Maybe I got a good batch, but Rick, next time you go, you know, sometime today, um, yeah. give them a try and see if you think they've gotten better, because I do think they've improved. Maybe they're just cooking them better. Who knows? I will do so. All right, this one from Mike. I don't think it qualifies for this or that because it's three things. While all three are great, do you prefer cheese fries, garlic fries, or gravy fries? I have to say, I will say garlic and gravy have a higher ceiling, right? Like really Mm -hmm. great garlic fries, really great gravy fries are going to be hard to beat. But if I'm going to a place I, I don't necessarily know, I would be hesitant to order something like that because I think they also have a pretty low floor. Like they could be really, really bad. Agreed. So I'm going to say just, you know, overall strength, I'm going to give it to cheese fries. I think it's it's hard to screw up cheese fries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I'm hesitating and thinking maybe garlic is because of the ones that I had at I Love Fries and just how good those ones were, but I can't let the high end cloud my judgment too much. And yeah, I, I think I'm with you. If I have to, if I don't get to pick and choose which place it is and I have to get garden variety of each of these, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting the cheese fries. Replacement level, which yes, ones are best exactly. cheese fries. And that cheese better be on the side. I don't want it on top because I want to you know, be able to dip. Uh, I agree with you. The only exception I'll make is now that, well, Don's and Junior's are now gone because Don's exploded because I talked about them and Junior's just closed. Thanks, but they Jay. Would, they would serve their fries in a cup. Like you would get like a styrofoam, like a fountain drink cup. Mm-hmm. And then they would just fill that cup with cheese. That was amazing. I'm usually a dipper too, but that was the absolute best. Okay. I keep driving by Don's on the way to my parents. And they're like not even, they've not even begun to rebuild. And I don't know if maybe it's an insurance thing or whatever, because I know it was a gas leak that caused it. So there could be some kind of like, oh, some employee made a mistake. So we're not going to cover that sort of an insurance thing going on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just speculating. But I know they were wildly successful. So I can't imagine they're just going to be like, well, so, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I do think they plan on it, but no movement i'm a little concerned all right uh follow up from something we discussed on last week's podcast rick as i said i drove by your apartment uh because i stalk you from time to time sure uh, i was climbing down from the tree outside your window and got in my car it's a and tall tree <laughs> there's a <laughs> yes it is there's a house uh, on your street that has dozens of plastic molded plastic illuminated santa clauses on the lawn so jay from lincoln hills emailed he said i was listening to the show and had to comment on the santa house and why they have so many santas i only know this because growing up in lombard my high school did a story on it the man who lived there collected them for years and some people would even give him some when they no longer wanted theirs as he passed on some time ago his wife continues to put them up it's a tradition in the town as for downtown Lombard, the candy shop is called Sweet Street, and it's the best thing on the planet. Anyway, just had to fill you guys in on the sand house. That's from Jay. So thank you. That's a cool story. And I assumed it was something like that. Yeah. Um, but the fact that the guy who collected him passed away and his wife keeps it going is very sweet. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, Honor your hoarders. <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very emotional today. It's my birthday. and It's close to Christmas, and you're... Breaking my heart. Anyway, uh, side note, if you're in the Beverly Mount Greenwood area, there is a block. It's 99th and Campbell. You can't get down that street from 99th Street because it's one way going north. So you have to go around. But every house, almost every house in the block has some sort of themed carved wood cut out on their lawn. And you can just park on the street and just walk around the block and see all these displays. They're amazing. It's something we do every year. Uh, it was right by Los Angeles, so we went and did it last night. Um, I recommend that. 99th and Campbell. Uh, right. I, I don't know if it's Evergreen Park. I don't know if it's Mount Green. It's that area. You know what I'm talking about, Beverly. Um, go check that out. It's beautiful. It's free. Obviously, there's no, there's not a lot of people there. I don't think it's very well known. 
Um, but go park there and just walk around and see all the beautiful displays that people have put on their lawns for Christmas. It's very, very cool. And this year they added a It's a Wonderful Life one, which to me is that's my favorite movie ever. That was my birthday gift, by the way, Rick. I'm going tomorrow to see a drive-in version of It's a Wonderful Life, oh. um, which is going to be really, really cool. So I'm very much looking forward to that. But yeah, go 99th and Campbell. Um, once you drive there, you can't miss it. But it's really tasteful. It's really cool. It's really nice. So go visit those. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. My last one is from James. He says, not a question, but a PSA. I listen to you guys every week from Milwaukee. I just became aware that my favorite Milwaukee area sub shop, Cousin Subs, has recently expanded into the Chicagoland area. I feel this is noteworthy noteworthy to the podcast because as far as I know, it's the only sub shop where you can get a side of cheese curds because Wisconsin. I saw that one of the locations was in Lombard. You should check it out. Rick, that's where you live. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. You're getting all the good stuff, man. Damn. Dude, I'm telling you, Lombard is a great area. It's a great fast food area. Yes. No doubt. We got multiple malls with food courts and, and you know, like all these other restaurants and stuff. Now, I will say, I am a Penn Station loyalist. I know where this Cousins is. I have driven past it on my way to Penn Station. However, I will do my due diligence for this podcast and I will go there. You have to. And report back. And then just write it off on your taxes. Yes. Small small business expense. Had to try this place for work. Yeah. I'm assuming I can do that with all of my fast food expenses <laughs> with, this year. With which means all your I will food. Get, yeah, which means I will get like 80% of my money back, right? Yes, I would think so. I think that's that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's a fair how, expectation. That, that's how taxes work, right? That sounds really good. And I, I think that's something that the sub gamer on me sort of misses is... I don't always want chips. Don't assume I want chips with my mm-hmm. sandwich. I don't like that. Not a fan. Give me yeah, some. Uh, give me with, a hot. Give me some fries or something. Yeah, with Penn Station, it's the fries. The fries I are know. amazing. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. What is this? After, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> after I go to uh, Fredo's, that's my next food destination. The place with the giant cheese sticks you talked about last week. Yes. That's that's next most. All right, I've got one more email before this or that. This is from Matt. He said, first off, I'm glad you guys enjoy the I Love Fries suggestion. Thanks, Matt. He's the guy that uh, introduced us to I Love Fries. Thank you. First off, I'm glad you guys enjoy the I Love Fries suggestion. I'm definitely a normie, but if I wasn't in the army earlier in my life, I would probably be a fat because I'm all about delicious food. I even work at Lou Malnati's while getting my degree to become a teacher at Lewis University. Woo, that's where I went. Go Flyers, he says. Second, after listening about people lining up for In-N-Out Burger in Colorado. It reminded me of an awesome bar and grill called Palmer Place in Hinsdale. Their food is amazing, and they do fries animal style too, and I'm sure better. That's from Matt. Now, I've seen a Palmer Place in LaGrange. I wonder if that's the same place. You're not too far from Hinsdale, Rick. No, it's not a bad drive. It's fun to drive around Hinsdale, too, and look at those damn houses. Dude. Oh, my God. I, I've even done that. Like uh, Sometimes when I come to the station, I'll just drive down St. Charles Road over to 290, and some mm. of those in Elmhurst. Oh, oh yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. I, my uncle lived in Hinsdale for a few years. He's incredibly successful, um, obviously. He lives in Hinsdale. Um, but, man, we would go there for Christmas every year, and it's like... <laughs> it's unbelievable these houses are just they're immaculate and they're huge and the lights are done i think everyone just hires professionals to do their lights yeah it's like ah we've just got money to just whatever how much to put my lights up two thousand dollars cool here here you go i found it in the cushion of my couch yeah what's effort money like yeah that must be cool i think about that a lot like you know like to, to people like me and you it's like oh 25 bucks like yeah i could probably swing that there's people who are like good amounts of money are like not even a thought like right. what's a new tv two thousand hours yeah okay cool get two and it's like it doesn't even make a dent in their life you know oh, it must be cool to get to that place all right you want to do some uh dis or dats let's go for it all right my first dis or dat comes from jonathan michael and i read it that way because the question is choose a hot submarine italian grinder or philly cheesesteak dis or dat Ooh, i'm going italian grinder I think I'm with you uh, for the same reason we discussed the fries. Some Philly cheesesteaks can be, eh, it's basically a ton of onions between bread with a little bit of steak. 
I need a good, like a proper Philly cheesesteak. It's hard to beat, but it's also hard to find a really, really good Philly cheesesteak. Yep. I think your replacement level Italian grinder is far superior to your replacement level Philly cheesesteak. So I'm going to go Italian grinder. So I'm a bad guy again and forgot yes. to write the names on these this or that. Uh, Just make them up. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I remember one of them was Russ. Uh, s'mores or s'more flavored stuff? S'mores or s'more flavored stuff? Huh. I'm I taking actual. I'm taking actual s'mores because I understand why he poses that to us. Because you know s'mores can be messy, and you and I can be a little finicky when it comes to getting our hands messy while eating. But and there are a few things that beat a really well done s'more. Yeah, I agree, and I think too, often when you get to the imitation. Uh, part of the game you know where it's like we have to create this taste sensation it can end up a little chemically tasting Uh so yeah give me a real s'more i i did hesitate because it does take a lot of work to get a s'more and it sometimes it's hard to get it perfect sometimes um but a perfect s'more is really really hard to beat and um yeah give me a s'more every time the other thing have you ever tried um i think they call it like puppy chow the dessert it's called puppy chow yeah doesn't it have like peanut butter though not all of it. I okay. think, yeah, I think sometimes it does. I had uh, my aunt made last weekend. She made hot chocolate puppy chow. Oh, okay. So it was, it was um, the puppy chow was made and then it had the powder to make hot chocolate like sprinkled in it and then little marshmallows. God, that was delicious. I guess I was just eating hot chocolate powder. I know you could do that. So that's a good thing to know. The other thing is the new rage this year. They're called hot chocolate bombs. And we got, um, or Addie's elf brought her uh, some hot chocolate bombs, and they're good save. Yeah, uh, to you know, how they make them is they make a half ball, right? Yeah, and they fill it with hot chocolate uh, powder, marshmallows, candy, whatever. Then they put the two pieces together. Mm-hmm. Then you pour hot milk onto this hot chocolate bomb in your mug, and it melts and becomes. This amazing hot chocolate, that was terrific. If you can find those somewhere, Rick, highly recommended. And probably not a race against the clock like a, like a Jaeger bomber or a car bomb. No, I do not think they're boozy, but you could probably put a little Bailey's in there if you wanted to. Okay. That would hurt. Uh, my next one I got, Chunk from Goonies or Thurman Merman from Bad Santa? Chunk. Yes. Not a big Bad Santa guy. I I like it. I I think it's a fair this or that, but I yeah, Chunk is is kind of the standard. He's an icon, and I I just well, I think like Bad Santa to me was how shocking can we make this movie? It didn't really feel yeah. like genuine. Well, yeah, I when guess. when your favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life, Bad Santa is probably not going to be in your Venn diagram. Oh no, I I don't care about uh a, like a reverence or whatever. Like make fun of Christmas all you want. I just felt like it was like. It was trying so hard to be offensive that it was like, okay, I get it. You're trying to be offensive. You know, it it, it didn't seem, I don't know. That's just me. I'm weird. I, I I admit that. All right. I got a three pack. I'm sorry. I can count a four pack of this or that's from Dan. Corned beef, panini, or Reuben. Rick? Corned beef. Absolutely. No doubt. Taco or Euro? Taco. Onion rings or curly fries? Ooh. I'm going taco, too, by the way. Ooh, that's a good one. Now, this, again, falls into the ceiling floor category for me. Right. Because bad onion rings are common, but good onion rings are amazing. Yes. I'm going to say onion rings. I'll go curly fry thinking about the Arby's ones because I feel like with the Arby's ones, and maybe I'm making this up, you get that little bit of like oniony feel there. So I'm going, I'm going curly fries. Okay. By the way, pro tip: best onion rings in the city, uh, Freddy's Thirty First and Union near uh, U.S. Cellular. What is it called now? Guaranteed Rate Field. There you go. Yeah, Freddy's Thirty First and Union, best onion rings ever. I have literally driven off the expressway to get them. Um, and the last one from Dan: Cheetos or Doritos. Doritos. I think so, too. I think just because you get a more, more variety in flavors. Exactly. From Doritos. And 
They're a little more versatile with what you can do with them. Cheetos are great. Don't get me wrong. But to me, they're basically just chips, right? Like they're just things I can snack on. Doritos I can do all sorts of things with, including smashing them between a hot ham and cheese sandwich, which is the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> I still haven't done that. I still need, I still need to make a point to do that. Like there was one time where I thought about it, but I didn't have Doritos at that moment. And you I ass. And I wasn't about to leave. You know, because that'd take effort. Can, can you just DoorDash a bag of Doritos? <laughs> that'd be great. Like, and not like a family size. You got DoorDash like an individual bag of Doritos. Yes. Yeah. It'll cost that you $15 would... for that, but it's Dude, worth you it. are not lying. <laughs> yeah. God, uh, it's awful. By the way, pro tip, uh, food delivery services are crushing the restaurant industry. Um, yeah, not good. Okay. Uh, I got one more. Do you have any? I have two more, actually. Do you have any uh, more? Go with yours. Mine is kind of redundant from last week. Brian Leonard says cherry Coke or vanilla Coke. Cherry Coke. I agree, but they're both very good. I just think it's hard to find vanilla Coke. That too. And I don't want to invest in like I don't want to bite the bullet and get a whole 12 pack of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is if it's something more specialty, I'd like to go smaller, smaller batch. Right. But cherry Coke, I could justify a 12 pack of. So I'm going to go cherry Coke. And then do you want me to do my last one too? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Doug says black coffee or candy coffee, parentheses, any add in. So are you talking typical coffee or like a a mocha or whatever from Starbucks? No. You just, you're not a coffee guy at all. I don't, I don't do coffee at all. How old are you? 34. Okay. When I was your age is when I started drinking coffee and I never liked it either. But I have to say, now that I've gotten into the habit, it's almost like, you know, no one likes their first beer, right? But right. you start to like the way it makes you feel, and eventually you start to appreciate the taste. That's how coffee is. And I'm telling you, if I, it, it's such a cliche, but if I don't have a coffee in the morning, I can't, like, function anymore. Jay it is, is a, trying to push me towards addiction. It is a different kind of, it's a different sort of caffeine buzz than a, than a pop or a Red Bull or whatever. Yeah. Coffee gives you a much more steady, sustained energy okay. as opposed to like you have a, a, a Coke or you have a Red Bull and you have an immediate spike and then a big drop. Coffee does not have the big drop. Okay. It doesn't have the crash that the other caffeinated drinks have. And it took me a while to like, okay, I need to like this. I have to make myself like this. But after like a week, I was able to do it and it was good. And uh, I actually tr- I enjoy and look forward to coffee now. I, I I always tell people I'm willing to try. I'll try it again. I'll Every once in a while, I'll try it again, see if I like it more. But I, I just haven't been able to find a way. I had it with a bunch of crap in it and just uh, yeah, that's not, not so much. Well, try I'm it. Just not there yet. Try it with, um, you know, I started, I, I do iced coffee a lot too, and it kind of tones down the bitterness a little yeah, see, bit. Yeah, like I think I would have to do iced coffee because I'm also not big on hot drinks. I do iced coffee literally from like March to November. And then I do hot coffee in the really, really cold months. Mm-hmm. And then I'm back to iced coffee. I, I prefer iced coffee. But in the winter, and having a nice coffee in the morning is awesome. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Patrick Manley actually is the one who like, he goaded me and he's like, you have to do it. You have to have coffee. You have to I'm like, all right, well, you're going to buy it for every morning. So I'm going to do right. it. Uh, and I got into it. But yeah, so try iced and then, uh, or like the nitro cold brew at uh, Starbucks is really, really good. It's creamy. It's almost like a Guinness in texture. Okay. That's really good. Um, yeah. But, th- but then you sort of, once you like the coffee, you learn like, okay, I like this kind of a roast and not that kind of a roast. The other thing you need to know and I didn't know this until recently, is the lighter the roast, the more the caffeine. Which I seems, did not know that either. Yes. Doesn't it's it seem opposite? Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, I was like, oh, a blonde roast, that will be a gentler thing to taste. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Okay. I got to so. go because I have to go all work right, and stuff. All right. You got to work. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, thank you for sending in all your questions, your this or that's. And I'm Fat Pod on all our social media platforms. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Uh, check out the Patreon because that helps us out, obviously. T Public Sale, get those orders in now. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We're coming up. We're getting close to 400 uh, reviews. So those five-star reviews are awesome. 
and that would be much appreciated. You can spread the word. Also, check out our sponsors, Team Hochberg, for all your mortgage needs, 56david.com and 855-56-DAVID. And speaking of getting those orders in now, DrSquatch.com, I'm Fat 20 is your promo code for friends, for family, for the smelly guy that you're trying to be a little <laughs> subtle about and you want to seem like a nice person, get them Dr. Squatch. All right, he's Jay. I'm Rick. I got to go run the board for Rosie and Grody, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Here's a pellet of soap, fatty, stinky. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs> Making the world healthier, safer, and more efficient. That's the mission for IT professionals at Lidos. And right now, they're looking for the next generation of innovators to help transform the business and change the future of work. Excellent pay and sign-on bonuses available. Security clearance required. Put your software skills to work with Lidos. Learn more at Lidos.com slash PHX2. That's L-E-I-D-O-S dot com slash PHX2. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.